Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening, everyone. This is Wednesday, September 18th, 2019, and welcome to episode number 728 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WCWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, this is Mr. WCWS Chad, Chad Henshaw back on the line here with me as we get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, that being, of course, professional wrestling. Uh, we will first start things off with our wrestling news and views here segment, which will be brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGiolamo. J.D. is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, and also a part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on also join us in the talk shoot chat box with your wrestling history and birthdays here for today is the human suplex machine john gross john is of course the first 2016 wws hall of famer and also once again part of the team that brings you wws raw radio every monday afternoon right here of course as we said and of course we, and speaking of that breathing ladies and gentlemen we do welcome jd and john to what should be a very extremely explosive and out of this world dynamic episode 728 of revolution good to be here thank you very much jd uh before we go any further with of course uh, uh, of the itinerary for tonight i do want to extend my appreciation to the iceman jerry for tuning in for me tonight with our live with our with tonight's edition of wws outside the ropes as i of course i was out uh <clears throat> out due I was out of action just for a little earlier this evening uh, due to a um, continuing um, nagging back injury. Um, and I'm still, of course, nursing that back injury, but I've got it under control enough to, of course, come on here and take care of business as we always do every every single night. Uh, once again, I do extend my appreciation to the Iceman 
for taking for taking the reins of outside the books group for me tonight. Thank you very much. I'm 100% appreciative. Thank you very much indeed. I'll keep saying thank you very much all night long. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, of course, our live video feed tonight comes to us from one of our groups dedicated to Impact Wrestling, Impact US Six Sided Phenom. And if you care to join us here for uh, our live video feed for episode 728 of Revolution, please feel free to join us there at Facebook forward slash groups forward slash Impact US Six Sided Phenom. That's the number six in that web address, by the way. So keep that in mind. And also, through, if you all join us just through TalkShoe itself, the phone number, as always, is 1 605 562 0444. Caller ID 138055 pound to match the six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here this evening, which will go down as the following. We, of course, will start with, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, we will talk about, of course, the matches pertaining from SmackDown and 205 Live that came out of this past Sunday's Clash of Champions pay-per-view. We will also be talking about what happened last night on SmackDown, uh, our thoughts and opinions as to what took place on that, what took place last night, <clears throat> with a lot of big-time implications here. Uh, so we have to definitely have to note that here as well. Plus, also, ladies and gentlemen, a few little wrestling uh, extras here will come your way here indeed. Uh, who knows what we'll have go else, what, what else we'll have going on here that you never know here, of course, as we always do in the, in the WWS radio network. And we'll talk about two or three other little things here that has, that, uh, that has occurred here over the, over the last uh, couple of days here in the radio network. So we'll, we'll bring all that here to you here tonight. In the meantime here, let's go ahead and get to our wrestling news and news here statement. And here, of course, to bring it here to us from King Ice is, of course, one half of that news Hall of Fame news tag team. As we always said, of course, we, we know him as simply JD. Why? Because J and D actually makes sense when you talk about this man. <laughs> but of course, we always know him as the Iceman, Jared D. Geralimo. JD, what is going on here in the rest of the news scene here this evening? With Full Sail University set to debut tonight on USA, Howard, it's been a busy night as you would expect, Howard, down there, however, in Winter Park, Florida. Some NXT non-talent, however, are reportedly backstage tonight at the live event show on USA Network. PW Insider reports that Ross, Sarah Logan, and NXT UK's Alexander Wolfe are both at the taping. Tommaso Chiappa, the Sicilian stretcher and the former tag team and world champion, is, as he noted on Twitter, at the show, but he said he is not yet clear to wrestle. It is important to note at this point there's no word on whether Logan or Wolf will appear on the show just, or just that they're backstage in general. Meanwhile, earlier today, however, speaking of NXT, however, mind you, however, uh, UK, however, NXT, we had a pretty interesting show, if you will, however, in the UK brand. Travis Banks took on Tyson T-Bone. Rhea Ripley, after her match with Shayna Baszler a week ago in the main event, however, took on Debbie Keitel. Joseph Connors took on Kenny Williams, and Cassius Ono took on Sid Scala in a British Rounds Rules match, mind you. What that is, however, is, is listed as follows. The match is a series of six rounds of three minutes each, each with a 30-second break between each round. To win the match, a competitor must earn two pinfalls or two submissions, or one of each, or win by a knockout. If none of that happens after six rounds, the man with the most falls is the winner. Ono ended up winning that match, however, mind you. 
Meanwhile, earlier tonight, however, as far as the show goes, however, we had three matches, however, take place on the WWE uh, USA show with the network now in the second hour of coverage, however. Here are the matches that we've seen so far, mind you. In the number one contenders match, Bianca Belair took on Candice LeRae Gargano, the wife of Johnny Wrestling, a.k.a. Johnny Gargano, Io Shirai Mia Yim. Surprisingly, Kansas won the match, however, and now will be going on to face, however, believe it or not, however, Shayna Baszler in two weeks' time. Meanwhile, however, Cameron Grimes took on Sean Maluda, however, and Cameron Grimes won in six seconds. Meanwhile, however, Matt Riddle, the bro man himself, will take on Killian Dane later on tonight in a no-DQ match, however. Also, next week, the Russian uh, uh, rocket... Dominic Djokovic, however, the Russian, uh, let's just say, uh, very unique, uh, really uh, intense, yeah, the Russian rocket will take on Keith Lee next week. As we were coming on the show tonight, however, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you, however, believe it or not, however, we have a new number one content, we have a new North American champion, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. The Undisputed Era finally got the fourth in peace final gold, however, tonight in a very good match just before the end of the first hour on NXT tonight that saw the Velveteen Dream lose to Roddy Strong. Meanwhile, Pete Dunne also showed up tonight, hour and won, however, with uh, his finger submission against Arturo Ruiz. Meanwhile, however, coming up tonight, however, talk about exciting, ladies and gentlemen, however, we also have these matches announced, ladies and gentlemen. Leo Rush, yes, folks, Leo Rush, lackluster Leo Rush is back on NXT, ladies and gentlemen, and he'll take on Oni Lurkan in a number one contender's cruiserweight title matchup. Dakota Kai is supposed to return also next week. Meanwhile, Vanessa Bourne came out with her friend Aila taking on Shia Lee just moments ago and as a result Shia Lee won in two minutes but surprisingly however meanwhile we were supposed to have a match between Kushida and Denzel DeJornette but surprisingly Imperium of Barthel Ashner and Walter yes Walter made his American debut tonight on full sale let's just say and so far let's just say it has been a wild night so far here at Full Sail, as now we have, let's see, I'm just going to see how many matches we've had. Uh, two, uh, three, four, five, six. So far, we've got six matches so far uh, tonight, and it's been a very, very good night at Full Sail. <clears throat> uh, thank, you very, thank you very much there, uh, J.D. And I'll JD be right along. back. Okay, J.D., thank you very much. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, J.D., along with King and W.O. Gerard T. is King Ice. Your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. And of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape. You cannot beat that old-fashioned combination, no sir, Bob. Let's go ahead and see what John has here in our wrestling history and birthdays here for today, September the 18th. Let's see. Uh, yes, 63 years ago today, which would put it at let's see, 19. Let's see, uh, that would be yes, 1956, long time ago, in Baltimore, Maryland. The fabulous Moolah won a 13-woman battle royal to regain the vacated NWA World Women's Title. 37 years ago today, which would put it at 1982 in Philadelphia. 
Bob Backlund defeated Jimmy Snooker to retain the WWF title. After the match, Snooker and Backlund shook hands, and they got the, the ball rolling for Snooker's face turn. 29 years ago today, which was recruited at 1990, WWF taped the 28th edition of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Toledo Sports Arena in Toledo, Ohio. The show would not air until October the 13th, 1990. As a side note, the Brother Love Show segment was taped for Wrestling Challenge. It was set up the infamous blindfold match at WrestleMania 7 as Jake Roberts was sprayed by Martell's Arrogance Body Spray. Also on the show, Randy Savage defeated Dusty Rhodes by countout when DiBiase and Virgil sat with the son of Dusty, of course, Dustin. After the match, Dustin was attacked by DiBiase and Virgil. Uh, 25 years ago today, which was put it at 1994, WCW presented Fall Brawl from the Roanoke Civic Center in Roanoke, Virginia. The show featured the last WCW appearance of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as he vacated the U.S. title and also was fired. Also, Team Rhodes defeated the Stud Stable in a War Games match. 24 years ago today, which was put it at 1995, <clears throat> excuse me, on WCW Monday Nitro from Johnson City, Tennessee, the American Males, yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Scotty Riggs and the man who would be known as Buff Bagwell, Marcus Bagwell, defeated Harlem Heat to regain the WCW World Tag Team titles. 19 years ago today, put it at 2000, USA Network calls war airs for the final time as it heads over to TNN, but the five-year stay on TNN would not last long as it returns to USA on October in October of 2005. 17 years ago today, 2002, at an NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view taping in Nashville, America's Most Wanted defeated the team of Brian Lee and Ron Harris to win the NWA World Tag Team titles. 14 years ago today, 2005. WWE presented Unforgiven from the Ford Center in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. In a Sunday Night Heat pre-show match, Rob Conway defeated Tajiri. Also, Ric Flair defeated Carlito to win the IC title. It's the first time that Flair has captured the IC title in the history of WWE. Ashley, of course, I believe that would be the late Ashley Mazzaro and Trish Stratus defeated Tori Wilson and Victoria. It's Ashley's first pay-per-view match. The Big Show defeated Snitsky. Shelton Benjamin defeated Kerwin White. Of course, Kerwin White will also be also Chavo Guerrero. Matt Hardy defeated Edge in a steel cage match. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch defeated Rosie in the Hurricane to win the tag team titles. Shawn Michaels defeated Chris Masters. And Kurt Angle defeated John Cena by DQ to retain the WWE title. Actually, Cena was the champion, so the title did not change hands. 12 years ago today, 2007, Crystal Marshall makes her last WWE appearance during a SmackDown taping in Atlanta. The show centered on the winning of Marshall and also SmackDown GM Teddy Long. Marshall and a swerve would have been paired with the soon-to-be-returning Edge, but left the company because she actually didn't like it. She didn't like it. She didn't want to do it. Ten years, ten years ago today, put at 2009, the Maricopa County Superior Court in Arizona dismisses the Ultimate Warriors case against the WWE, saying he couldn't sue for damages over comments made by the company about him on the DVD called The Self-Destruction of the Ultimate Warrior. Well, that's I got that DVD as well. Uh, eight years ago today, put it at 2011, WWE presented Night of Champions 2011 from the First Niagara Center in Buffalo, New York. About 11,000 were in attendance with 161,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. 
that is down slightly from 165,000 homes from 2010 edition. In a pre-show dark match, Daniel Bryan defeated Heath Slater. Also, the, the actual matches here, Air Boom, uh, who I believe was Kofi Kingston and Evan Bourne, defeated Awesome Truth by DQ to retain the WWE Tag Team titles. Uh, awesome Truth, of course, was the was the Miz and our truth by the way. Cody Rhodes defeated Ted DiBiase Jr. to retain the IC title. Dolph Ziggler retained the U.S. title in a federal four-way match over Jack Swagger, Alex Riley, and John Morrison. Mark Henry defeated Randy Orton to regain the, the World Heavyweight title. Kelly Kelly defeated Beth Phoenix to retain the Divas title. And John Cena defeated Alberto Del Rio to regain the WWE title. And, of course, Triple H defeated CM Punk in a no-DQ match. Stipulation stated that if Triple H lost the match, then Triple H would have to step down as WWE COO. And John said that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for for tonight. John, we thank you very much there, sir. Uh, And J.D., thank you very much there, sir, for the rest of the news and views here for this evening. Uh, 1-605-562-0444, caller ID 138055-POUND. This is episode 728 of WWUS Revolution for uh, Wednesday, uh, September 18th, 2019. Mr. WWUS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Iceman, Jared DiGeronimo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross, here with you here tonight. Uh, Let's see if J.D. is back with us. J.D., are you here? He has not stepped. He has not. Uh, he has not gotten back here yet. Uh, next up, ladies and gentlemen, John. We're actually going to talk about the the SmackDown matches from Clash of Champions first. So hold off on your uh, hold off on the um, SmackDown discussion until we. And then we'll talk about SmackDown here in a minute. So <clears throat> sorry about that, but I should have I should have mentioned that here to you. Uh, <clears throat> But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and see this. Let me double check one more time. John, I mean, JD, are you with? Are you back with us? And it doesn't sound like it. he has he has made it back here yet, here, folks. <clears throat> so we'll we'll go ahead and start asking John these these questions about what he thought of each of the match, each of the remaining matches here. To, of course, uh, <clears throat> that we uh, that we of course. Uh, they're uh, of course having to do with SmackDown from the uh, from from Clash of Champions, of course, uh, from this past Sunday evening. Uh, John, I'll go ahead and start asking you first off your thoughts on the, and of course, I'll first one I'll bring up here, the the uh, SmackDown uh, women's title match, which we saw in the shortest match of the whole night, in three minutes and forty five seconds, we saw Bailey. Retained the belt over Charlotte and Charlotte's hometown. What was your take on this match? John John pretty much said it in one word, and he said it, it was bland. J.D., are you back with us? Okay. All right, we'll come back to J.D. on that match here in just a few moments. Anyway, the next match up here we'll talk about here, uh, John, be ready for this, as we talk about the 
I believe it was the actually this one was the longest match of the whole night at 20 minutes and 50 seconds. We saw Kofi Kingston get by Randy Orton to hold on to the WWE title. What was your take on this match? John says, well, Orton called Kofi stupid years ago. Well, guess what? Who is stupid now? Good point there, John. We're very, very good indeed. Yeah, we, I remember I remember that moment you're talking about there, John. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> Okie doke. Next matchup here we'll talk about here. Uh, J.D., are you back with us? And he is not yet. He has not yet returned. Okay. The next matchup we'll talk about here, folks, is the. It was actually the very first match of the night. It was actually the first pre-show match. In ten minutes and five seconds, we saw Drew Gulak retain the cruiserweight title over Humberto Carrillo and Lance Dorado. Uh, John, your take here on this match, please. John said this was an okay cruiserweight contest. Okay. All right. Thank, thank, thank you very much there, John. Uh, next matchup here that we'll have is the, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> let's see what I have. Oh, yes. I see. Uh, yes, the SmackDown Tag Team title match in 10 minutes and 15 seconds. We saw the revival get by Biggie and Xavier Woods of the New Day by submission to become new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, John, your thoughts on this match? The revival ruled the roost on Monday Night Raw Tag Team Champions, and now they're on SmackDown with the tag team titles. Yeah, John, I definitely would have to agree with that. That's a very good assessment indeed. JD, are you back with us? John says, "Who is in line? And who's the first in line to challenge him?" John says he actually sees heavy machinery being that team. It could happen, John. I mean, WWE, as, as we always say, WWE, WWE's got to do something. And of course, like I said, I mean. The only person that ha unfortunately can make that call is, is sadly, is Vince McMahon, and apparently it's going to probably just go down. Another great idea is going to go right down the crapper if they keep on relying on relying on him for for their thought for uh keep rely on him for ideas. So, uh, but uh, they're going to have to start, uh, like I said, breaking away from Vince at some point down the road. So. Uh, next matchup here we'll talk about here is, let's see, in nine minutes and 35 seconds, we saw Shinsuke Nakamura retain the Intercontinental title over the Miz. I'm sure probably Sami Zayn did play a hand in, in, in that uh, in that outcome. Uh, John, what was your take on the IC title match? 
John says that this match was as silent as a church fart. <laughs> good point of view, John. Very good point of view indeed. Okay. Next match up here. Let's see. Let's say we did the SmackDown, WWE Cruiserweight, SmackDown Tag Team. Yes. And the last match we'll talk about here for you, John, is the No DQ match. In 17 minutes and 25 seconds. We saw Eric Rowan get by Roman Reigns uh, with the with 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 uh, with the help some help from uh, all. Sorry about that. No problem. Uh, John's finishing up his talk about Fight of Champions, and I'll turn around and I'll go to you to sit tight for just one second. Uh, John, John here in 17 minutes and 25 seconds. We saw Eric Rowan defeat Roman Reigns in a no DQ match. The assistance from out of all people, of course, Luke Harper. JD, can you turn that down a little bit? John, your thoughts on this match, please. And John says Roman had something up his sleeve with a huge surprise, a surprise we have not seen in five months. And that was obviously Luke Harper. So, John, good good points of view here all around here. Uh, of course, like I said, not real big, but right down to the point there about how he felt about the remaining matches here from Clash of Champions. Now, J.D., we go to you, sir, and we go back to, of course, we go, we'll go back here and let you get your take in on this before we go to our thoughts about SmackDown. Uh, first off, uh, <clears throat> first off, JD, the first match we will talk about is, um, and of course I'll just do it, do it just like this. Uh, what else? Yes, in the shortest match of the whole night, in three minutes forty-five seconds, we saw Bailey get by Charlotte Flair to hold on to the SmackDown Women's Title in Charlotte's hometown. Uh, JD, what was your take on this match? Please? It was short. It was quick. And it was outrageous that they would make Charlotte drop out in less than five minutes to this. I mean, did they really need to have her do that in her hometown? I mean, yes, I am always critical of Charlotte, but I also praise her at the same time, even though there are times I, you can tell I'm not the world's most biggest critic of the world of Charlotte. But yeah, let's have baby little bully Bailey, however, of Sasha, of the Boston Hug duo, however, find a way to steal a cheap win in, Sa in Charlotte's hometown. I know Charlotte thinks how, I mean, not Charlotte, Bailey thinks how she's going to uh, have the last laugh. She thinks she's going to basically own Charlotte, if you hold on a second. Get there. Oh, almost a home run. Dang it, almost had a chance to tie it up at four. Crap. Sorry, I'm watching the Mariners and the Pirates. The Pirates almost had a chance. They're down three runs, four one, and I think they're going to challenge the call here. Maybe the parts could challenge this. Maybe I mean they think it was a the tying home run and four four in the last of the ninth. Let's see if they are going to challenge this call here quickly. Nope, they're not going to challenge it. He stopped them short of the fence tower, so right at the line. So they're not going to challenge it. It was close to going out though. About a couple more, a little more, just about maybe less than a couple inches more. If they had it, but no. Getting back to what I was saying though. No, I mean the thing is though, Bailey has done nothing since winning that title. And now that she's being Sasha's 
buddy and BFF again, how in the Boston Hug Duo, how she thinks how she uh, thinks how everyone is going to uh, praise her and sing, continue to just uh, uh, cheer for her. Well, right now, however, we've seen a new attitude in Bailey. We've seen a new uh, passion in Bailey, however, ever since uh, Sasha came back. And it's like she's sort of a tweener right now between heel and face. And you don't know what's going to happen, though. So, I mean, right now, you just don't know what's going to happen, however. I mean, right now, at this point, however, at this point, however, it remains to be seen what happens with Bailey. But right now, I think Sasha, at this point, however, has had Bailey's back, however. Even though Bailey had Sasha's back forever and a day, however, while Sasha was at sitting home, brooding and pouting like a little spoiled little brat, however, now it's a little exact opposite, however, in this way, however. I mean, it's just... I don't know, it's just, it's ridiculous, however, but like I said, I mean, there will be a time when uh, Bailey has her comeuppance, whether it's Hell in a Cell, or the very first night on SmackDown LA in a couple weeks from uh, this Friday in LA, which I think will be the case, but we'll have to wait and see what happens. Thank you very much here, JD. All right, next uh, next match we'll talk about, we'll talk about here. Uh, yes, okay, we'll do this one here. The in 10 minutes and five seconds, the first pre-show match of the night, we saw Drew Gulak get by Humberto Ferrello and Lince Dorado to hold on to the Cruiserweight title. Your thoughts on this match, please. Yeah, Pepper Jack Gulak continues to hold that title, however, but again, we've talked about some of the big names that are challenging him, like Oni Larkan, uh, like I said, Tony Nese, of course. We can see Pete Dunne, Noam Dar, uh, like I said, uh, Tyler Bate. All those guys, however, you know, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't done that. And we saw Pete Dunne, of course, tonight make his NXT American debut. We saw what happened there, however, which was very, very interesting, however. And that could mean down the road we're going to see something big out of this whole thing, however, involving Lurkan, however, uh, uh, Drew Gulak. So Drew Gulak's going to have some new uh, challengers to face, however, and he better watch what's going to happen because right now there are guys chasing after him. For that belt, however, like I said, I'm looking here. I said Pete Dunn won tonight, however, against Arturo Ruiz, however. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we had Shia Lee win, however. I'm looking right now. Only their can, of course, uh, took on Leo Rush. And now we can say Leo Rush is your new number one contender to the Cruiserweight title. Yes, folks, Leo Rush is back, folks. And now we got the main event, Matt Riddle and Killian Dane. So, Seven matches. I mean, I'll tell you what. NXT tonight for their first night on USA in the Network. I mean, this is the most match they've done in a two-hour show. But, I mean, I have to give Hunter props. I mean, compared to what Raw and SmackDown are like this week, how NXT at Full Sail really hit it out of the park tonight. And like I said, probably the best match tonight so far I've seen. How, and I have not seen the second hour yet. The first three matches I did see, that Roderick Strong uh, uh, match with uh, the Velveteen Dream. Excellent, excellent match, to say the least. Okay. All right. But yeah, now we got Leo Rush as the Cruiserweight title champion. Dear God, I hope not. But it looks like they're sending it up that way. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, next up here, of course, here we'll talk the next match we'll talk about here is let me see. Yes, the SmackDown tag team titles in ten minutes, fifteen seconds. We saw the revival goodbye, Biggie and Xavier Woods of the New Day by submission to become the new SmackDown tag champions. JD, your thoughts here. Yeah, you think about it, Dash and Dawson, the Mr. Clean and the arrogant, uh, uh, let's just say dickhead, that is Dash Wilder, however you're going to call him that, however, uh, come through, however, they've won the uh, Raw Tag Team titles, they've won NXT Gold, now they can say they got the Blue Brand titles. Uh, 
the New Day has run its course, you know. I mean, yes, they've been fun and energetic forever and a day, but it's time to start giving the New Day some props here. I think they needed this win more than the New Day because we do know it's been 50-50 hindsight booking off and on for the last little while with the uh, Revival. Uh, the only thing that's holding the, the only thing that I don't like about the rival they're siding with Orton, but you know Randy wants like their new buddy. However, and right now it seems like how they travel in packs together, and uh, they're making a sort of a statement here, and they kind of made a statement here. However, by uh, beating the New Day, and now they can add another uh, chapter to their legacy. Like I said, they've won uh, the NXT Tag Team Titles, they've won the Raw Tag Team Titles, if you will, and now you can add the Blue Brand as far as that goes. Thank you very, thank you very much, there, JD. There, of course. Uh, let's see here. Are we done? <laughs> yes. The next up here, nine minutes and thirty-five seconds. Of course, we saw Shinsuke Nakamura retain the Intercontinental Title over the Miz. And I'm sure Sami Zayn did have some sort of hand in that victory, but JD oh yeah, he far. did, he did. And I'm tired of Sami Zayn. I mean, that little shithead has to be Sami Zayn's little new mouthpiece, you know. Uh, Shinsuke did okay, but I am losing more and more respect for him. You know, what has he done besides The Miz of holding that uh, title? What Other than The Miz, who else has he been in a heavy feud with right now? And what has he proven? Ali had a chance to beat him for that uh, one time in a non-title matchup, yet they're not giving a guy like Ali or anyone else, however, a chance to run with the ball. Hopefully with this shakeup coming in a few weeks, we'll start to see Nakamura face some good competition. But right now, the thing is, I'm tired of seeing I'm tired of Nakamura already. I mean, there's already been talk they might be feuding with one another at some point before the year's out or early next year, and that could lead to a match at Mania between those two, Sammy and Nakamura. But right now, Nakamura has done nothing except Tower be an arrogant little toady, however, let's just say. And he's got a little, uh, his little helper with him doing the work for him in the form of Sammy Zaynhauer. I mean, they just, I mean, this was bullcrap that the Miz had to get buried here, and hopefully this won't be a sign that Miz is starting to get buried now, however. They've got to start getting, I mean, do something with the Miz. However, they haven't done anything with Miz for quite a while since the whole Shane McMahon thing, and they've been crapping all over him even before that. So Miz has either got to go back to being the cocky arrogant heel that we love to hate, or basically he should uh, just do something else, because right now they're absolutely doing nothing with him. And like I said, as far as Nakamura and Sammy goes, you know what I just said about them. Okay. Absolutely. I, I agree 110% there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, two, two, more ma- two more matches to talk about here. Of course, uh, uh, first in 20 minutes and 50 seconds, I believe it was the longest match of the entire night. Yeah, so, Kofi Kingston the WWE title over Randy Orton. JD, your thoughts here? Well, from into the fire, from the frying pan into the fire, so to speak. However, I mean, this is the end of the feud with these two. But now Kofi knows he's got a big challenge awaiting him in a few weeks. However, so he better be more than ready to bring his A game in Los Angeles. However, as I'll tell you right now, however, we know it's going to happen there. And I kind of discussed that a little bit earlier on the debate tonight. And you'll hear more about more. Pretty much the same thing I said on debate, but I'm going to have a little twist on it. But uh, yeah. Uh, where do they go from Randy here? Other, however, than maybe feud with uh, uh, possibly someone like maybe Shinsuke. I could see him and Shinsuke get into a program with her, or maybe him and Miz. I mean, right now, how Randy's almost near the end of his run. He's had a great run, no doubt about it. He's won the championships over and over. 
like I said, he, I'm sure he wants to maybe tie Flair or break Flair's record like John Cena. But you know what? He's done more than enough, Howard. I think he should be proud for what he's done. I wouldn't be surprised within the next six months or a year, maybe he starts cutting back his in-ring career. I mean, that's, that's the way I see it right now. You could see it happening. And the writing's on the wall. I would agree. I would definitely would agree there. And the next and the last one here we'll talk about 25 seconds. As I mentioned before, John, before you came back on the air, uh, we saw Eric Rowan get by Roman Reigns, of course, obviously with a little bit of help from someone who has not been on, been on TV in quite some time. Uh, that is, of course, his former Wyatt family brethren, Luke Harper. Uh, J.D., your thoughts on this one here, this last match for uh, – uh, yeah, this, this is this is yeah. I mean, we hadn't seen uh, Harper in a while, huh? and now apparently you got those two guys back together again. And now the question is, however, where do they go from here? Obviously, we saw a little bit of it last night in Atlanta in ATL. However, if you want, I think it's setting up for something for us for Hell in a Cell. Uh, but yeah, Roman uh, is kind of cooled down a little bit here and there for a while now. And unless they got something planned from Beyond Hell in a Cell heading into the end of the year, early next year, however. Then uh, right now, Howard, I would say this was all right, but again, it could have been just a little bit better if you ask me. There, well, folks, there you have it. There, thank you very much, JD and John, for leaving your take here, of course, on on uh, of course of uh, on Clash of Champions here, of course, between between this uh, this past uh, from uh, from last night and tonight here, of course, on all the matches for Clash of Champions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, let's see here. John, I think, did have a little something. He he kind of jumped up a little bit here and and started talking about the uh, uh, what his, his thoughts on SmackDown were, which was a very, very small thing, which he pretty much said, in his opinion, SmackDown didn't do too good in his eyes, except for the return of Brock Lesnar. John thinks it's going to be the death nail on Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston. Oh, jeez. Looper time. Bleh. Kofi yeah. Kingston's. Championship ring. So, yeah, so there, so there is John's take right there on SmackDown. Before we get to JD's thing here, I wanted to mention everyone that uh, back on I believe Monday, I did actually post an opinion poll on the Revolution Radio Facebook page about the uh, about everybody's thoughts about what happened in Clash of Champions on Sunday, what they thought the best match was, and you can keep on voting. You can keep voting. Uh, here, folks, if you wish, here, of course, if you haven't, but they haven't voted yet. The, the, all the, uh, all the, um, the, the post, the, the, the poll will be here for quite some time, but we do have some votes in. Obviously, so far, what we have heard is that we have four people believing that the Raw Women's Title match was the best match of the whole show, while one person believes that the WWE Title match was the best match. So so far that's all we got. But like I said, he, the, uh, he, but, but keep, keep the votes coming here, folks. Uh, we would love, like I said, to, to hear uh, hear, you, hear your thoughts. Now we did have one person say that no, there was that there weren't any good matches at all. They commented underneath the poll, the penny poll, and you can say that too if you wish. I mean, if you don't feel in any of the matches were any count, you can do that just like what this person did. Uh, so by all means, so. But we love, we want, we want to hear what you think. So, uh, oh, I, I do happen to know some from our from our live video feed from Impact US Excited Phenom. I do see that Mr. Demaria Larry has joined. I'm us back from, from Impact US. Okay, thank, all right, JD. 
has joined us on our live video feed from Revol Revolution 728. And uh, we do welcome you, uh, Mr. Larry. Uh, like I said, anything you wish to mention, please feel free to bring it to our attention. Uh, now that John has expressed his thoughts and opinions, I think we're waiting to hear from one other person here. And I've got to ask him this question. JD, are you cooled off and are you warmed up? Ready. Uh, it sounds like he is indeed, ladies and gentlemen. So here we go here once again with a WWS Radio Network exclusive. The Iceman Jared DiGiromo is not afraid to let his feelings known about Raw, SmackDown, and all the pay-per-views each and every week. And, of course, to what happened last time on SmackDown, especially after a, a pay-per-view, the caliber of Clash of Champions, of course, we are not surprised at what we are about, but we can't wait to hear what he has to say. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you thought Captain America's shield was tough, if you thought Hulk, Hulk's fist was tougher, and if you thought maybe uh, He-Man's sword from the Masters of the Universe was the toughest thing, J what J.D. had to say would beat them all in one fell swoop. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Iceman, Jared D. Juomo, with the SmackDown edition of the WCWS Icebreaker. Does everyone remember Gone at the Wind from 1939? One of the most unique movies and one of the most passionate movies of all time, which this year celebrates, believe it or not, its 80th year in movie history, along with The Wizard of Oz. And we all remember 1939 was the year that World War II began, however. Two years before America got involved, the war began in Europe. But the question I ask you all again is, do you, does everyone remember Gone with the Wind in the end scene of what happened at the end of that movie? When the uh, mansion in the city of Terra in Atlanta burned to the ground during the Civil War. Does everyone remember that? Clark Gable, Vivian Lee were in that movie, and of course we all know the famous other line, however, frankly my dear, I don't give a damn, is the most famous line, and is still one of the most famous lines in movie history to this day, as quoted, however, by Gable to Vivian Lee, however, as Brett says it to Scarlett, however. Now, I don't know if they fell in love and ended up getting married in the movie, I mean, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, so that's beside the point, but here's the point, folks. Frankly, my dear, I didn't give a damn about this show going in. But after what I saw last night, I can tell you still, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn either. And I'll tell you why. Last night, we were in the 404 of Hotland at GA at the State Farm Arena. And if everyone remembers the last time we were in Atlanta, which was back in February, however, celebrating the birthday of the greatest world champion, if not the man himself, the 16-time champion and the two-time Hall of Famer and leader of the Four Horsemen and co-assistant leader of Evolution, whose star is in the business, Ric Flair, however, we thought we would see a great show last night. Unlike the last time when we were in Atlanta, we all know what happened there the last time. And of course, John went on a rant a tirade about that, as did I, of course, the night after it happened back in February. Of course... The show started off with The New Day versus, of course, The Revival and Randy Orton, however. But then, oh then, however, after The New Day won, we saw a surprise, however, and we'll talk about more about that in a few minutes. But let's get back to uh, the in-ring action before my thoughts, however, shall we? We then see the next affair, however, which was going to be supposedly Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ali 
And of course, Shinsuke was with his little weasley, little shithead slime bag friend, if you will. Mr. Ole, 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 Ole himself, oh. you know, the little piece of uh, human crap, if you will, and the snake in the grass that is Sami Zayn. And what happens? Oh, yeah. Once again, Sammy has to run his stupid little big mouth, however, mind you, and let his boyfriend, Shinsuke Nakamura, take out Ali, however. Because, obviously, after what happened last week in New York City, Madison Square Garden, The Undertaker basically played the role of Patrick Ewing, in a way, by basically picking up Sami Zayn and stuffing him right through the hole, no pun intended, if you will, in Madison Square Garden, and trying to break him apart after he basically shot his mouth off and it basically caught up with him. And The Undertaker saw what Sammy was trying to do to him by insulting him and also making fun of the dead man. And Sammy should have learned his lesson then and there. But did he learn his lesson here this week against, uh, apparently, uh, Ali? Well, apparently he didn't. Because just when it looked like Ali was going to get his hands on him, however... However, once again, what happens? Oh, yeah, Sammy has to hire his little pit bull boyfriend, if you will. Shinsuke, little uh, slime bag Nakamura. The Michael Jackson wannabe, however, basically, however. And show him, however, what the Intercontinental Champion is made of, however. Yeah, here's the thing, Shinsuke. Why don't you put your belt on the line, grow a set of balls, and get him removed from the mouth of Sammy Zayn and out of his backside, however, and defend that title once in a while, okay? Why don't you do that? Oh, that's right. You don't have the balls to do it because you're nothing more than a shithead little slime bag like your boyfriend, Sammy the Snake, saying, go figure. Then we see Sasha Banks take on Charlotte Flair. And once again, Howard, who causes the distraction to try to help her little buddy, if you will, Howard, and beat down the queen, Howard? Yes, folks. The huggable one herself, the little baby herself, Howard, Little whiny bitch girl, Bailey, however. But guess what happened, however, there, Bailey? Of all people, Becky Lynch didn't show up, but there was someone else who showed up, a person we didn't think we would ever see help out the queen. Yes, folks, our truth, uh, boo, if you will, the Jersey Shore hoebag herself, Carmella, surprisingly. And what happened there, Sasha? What happened there, Bailey? Just like the night before on Raw, you got punked out by the Queen and the Jersey Shore hoebag herself, Howard, and you were basically having your tail between your legs and running for your lives, Howard, because you got your ass handed to you. Then we go to Heavy Machinery and the B-Team, and dear sweet God, however, this was a waste of time. I am sick of all these teams, Howard, right now. The tag division is growing more and more stale every week. I cannot stand Otis and Tucker. These guys are absolutely a waste of space. And as far as the B, B team, B team, B team, go, 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 it should be D team, B team, B team, blow, blow, blow. Because we both blow right now, and we're getting buried to no end in the form of Bo Dallas and the Axeman, Curtis Axel. I'm surprised that even Dallas and Axel are still employed by WWE at this point, because they've been on absolutely crap with them over the last six months. Then we go to Daniel Bryan talking about Eric Rowan, however, and what Eric Rowan has done, however. And what happens? Oh, yes, Rowan and Harper come out, how I beat the crap out of Daniel Bryan before Roman Reigns comes in to try to save the day for Daniel Bryan. As a result, they end up getting spiked down, however, and thrown around all over the ringside area. 
by the so-called Bludgeon Brothers. So now it looks like we're going to see these four all go at it probably at Hell in a Cell in a few weeks in Sacramento. Am I excited about the match that could happen possibly at Hell in a Cell in Danny's Neck of the Woods at Sacramento in a few weeks, or even maybe next week in San Francisco at the brand-new Chase Center in the Bay Area City, where I'm surprised that they're even fighting in the Warriors' new name, let alone not outside of the city of the arena, however, and fighting up on the Golden Gate Bridge, let alone in a hot air balloon that could maybe have them both tump, take a tumble into the Pacific Ocean, or possibly all four of them into the ocean. Am I really excited about this feud? No, I am not. I am not at all. Because we all know what's going to freaking happen. We know Daniel Bryan probably set this all up. And we're going to see Daniel Bryan probably join up with the Bludgeon Brothers and find a way to put the boots to Roman. And it'll be a three-on-one beatdown probably more than likely happening in Sacramento, however. So you can quote me on that right now. That is going to happen. And if it doesn't happen, I'll be surprised. Now let's talk about my two big rants of the show, of last night's show. First off, the stupid coronation of everyone's favorite new king. Yes, folks, boring, bland, wedding singer, wannabe, vest-wearing, barren, cock-stained, clown shoes, Corbin. Corey Graves' little boyfriend, if you will. And just when he thought he was going to have a beautiful night, however, as far as king being crowned king, however, and everything was going to be all hunky-dory for him, what happens? Oh, yes. Chad Gable came out, however, and ruined the ceremony. And thank God he did. So, to quote Chris Jericho, as far as what he has said many times to certain people, Corey Graves, you can now shut the hell up and quit sucking off on Baron Corbin like you do every week, along with Shane O'Mac and Kevin Owens, however. And speaking of Shane O'Mac and Kevin Owens, I'm going to get into that real quick, if I can. Shane thinks, however, he's had the last laugh on Kevin Owens after what happened last week by firing him. And he thought that Kevin Owens, however, had it in for him last week, however, and basically he screwed him out of his opportunity to King of the Ring, however, to face Corbin. Yeah, keep dreaming there, Shane, you stupid little shithead. We all know how what would have happened, however, basically, had you won that match against Gable, however. You would have basically told how it lied down like... Uh, Let's see, done the Finger Poke of Doom Part 2, only 20 years later. This time, pretending to fake yourself you know, getting hurt, and then suckering Baron Corbin, your little boyfriend, Howard, who is also your dad's little bitch boy, Howard, and help him along with uh, your daddy, Howard, basically secure King of the Ring from by basically having your mouth all over his ass and his little Corbin, if you will, let's just say. Now, speaking of which, however, I'm hoping... With this new announcement, I didn't tell you guys all this earlier. There has been talk now. They are talking about there is going to be a new announced team on Raw in a few weeks. And already we have heard speculation on who it could be. We heard it could be Vic Joseph of 205 Live and NXT UK possibly taking over now for Michael Cole in the new role as the head announcer on Raw. And we have also heard Corey Graves could possibly maybe maybe I've heard, be his new sidekick as it'll be a two-man team. But I've also heard rumblings that Corey Graves could be bumped off the show entirely, finally. And they might be bringing someone else in. Now the question is, who will that be? Could it be Jonathan Coachman? Could it be possibly the return of Booker T or even JBL? Hell, could it be Jerry Lawler returning? We don't know yet, but we'll be watching. Now to my biggest rant of the evening. 
if you want to call it a rant. This and Paul Heyman. Oh, dear sweet Jesus, Lord God, please uh, give me the strength to try to get through this without really going on a tirade. But I'm going to have to try to bite my tongue on this. And at the same time, try to keep it clean, if I can. We saw what happened Monday night when Paul Heyman was running the show in the place of Hunter, Vincent, Kevin, Bucktooth, Thiever, Dickhead, Dunn. And of course, we all know what happened in this part, as far as the show goes down. But Paul Heyman returns to SmackDown last night with a surprise. And who shows up? Oh yes! For the first time in five weeks, everyone's favorite big bully, bitch boy Brock Lesnar shows up. Just when we didn't think we were going to see him back on television, the Beast shows up and says now he is challenging Kofi Kingston for the title in Los Angeles in two weeks on the very first night of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. Let's think about this for a moment, people. What is going to be the over and under betting odds already that Kofi is going to get maimed? And I mean maimed beyond extreme in Los Angeles two weeks from Friday night in L.A. How many suplexes are we going to see in F5s is the Beast going to show his brutality and big-time steroid-inducing uh, strength, however, if you want to call it steroid-inducing, if you will? And how long is the match going to go with him and Kofi Kingston? And will Kofi have a chance to get out of Los Angeles still in one piece and maybe have some help with his big bars if they can make it to the ring in time and try to save their big friend? Well, I'll answer you in all three fronts. As far as how many suplexes go, my belief right now is any between 7 and 9, maybe 10, possibly, maybe more. But I'm going to say 7 or 9. Number two, how long is the match going to go? Right now, my betting odds are telling me that the match won't go even 5 minutes. It could go less than 5 minutes. And if it goes beyond 5 minutes and Kofi gives him the fight of his life and somehow comes out as the champion, I will be surprised. But I do not see it that way. Because we all know what's going to happen. We all know it's all planned at the moment. Once again, that little penguin pissant little punk, Paul Heyman, had to basically have, have his client kiss Vince McMahon's ass and blow Triple H and the entire front office for that freaking matter by getting his way to go after another championship. Yeah, he couldn't handle getting defeated again by Seth freaking Rollins at SummerSlam or SummerSkin, whatever you want to call it. He got beat by him at WrestleMania. He stole the money in the bank contract however, earlier this year however, and then cashed in on the biggest opportunity of his life, or tried to anyway, however. however, And he did so however, at Money in the Bank. And then it backfired again a short time later, even though he beat the holy hell out of Seth Rollins time and time again before Toronto. And then he went home and cried like a little girl because he said it wasn't fair that he lost the Universal title. He cried it to Vince, he cried it to Shane, he cried it to probably Triple H. Hell, he even cried it to his whore wife, Sable, and his kids. But what happened? Oh yeah, the punk-ass little bitch decided to show up of all places in Atlanta last night and say, I'm demanding to be back in the title scene once again because I deserve an opportunity. Yeah, you've been gone five weeks, Brock. Just about. Do we really want to see you have the title again? Do we really want to see you hold that... Kofi Kingston's belt now, and basically add another chapter to your already somewhat steroid-inducing uh, ass-kissing legacy. 
by basically having your mouth all over Vince McMahon's backside and also uh, Triple H's uh, front end and also your manager's uh, little Heyman by sucking him off and kissing his ass too by basically getting what you wanted hand to you. Basically, you told your uh, manager you demanded this and that. Do you really want to see you back in the title scene? I sure as hell don't, but we're going to get it anyway. And all I can say is right now, SmackDown's already uh, penciled in for the next five years on Fox, paying almost 40 or $50 million a year. We know that they're trying to make a statement that very first night. Already they've already fired, they think, in order to combat with AEW, it's two weeks from tonight, however, this will be the one to defeat, maybe uh, counteract it with AEW and NXT. Well, guess what? Good freaking luck. Good freaking luck in two weeks on that front. Because guess what? It's going to fail. And when it fails, and I think it's going to, you're going to have no one to blame but yourself. So yeah, Vince, you think, however, you still have all the cards at the biggest poker table game in the world. You still think you're the king of kings when it comes to television and wrestling in general. Well, guess what? It doesn't seem that way, now does it? Two weeks from tonight, you're going to be finding out what wrestling is really all about, as I always say. I mean, yeah, you still think you have, right now, all the poker chips in your favor. Well, guess what? You think now, by giving the title back to Brock Lesnar is a great move, and you can end the year on a solid note and go into 2020 with a positive note with the Fox TV deal and everything like that, that's going to help ratings, and that's going to spike up your rating and bring up house show attendance again. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen. Because all we're going to see is Brock Lesnar cry like a little girl. Or basically, however, or not, I shouldn't say cry like a little girl. He'll take the tie away from Kofi unless he finds a way, to, unless he loses it to Kofi, however. But I don't see that happening here. But if he defeats Kofi, which more than likely is the case, he'll take that tie from Kofi, and then he'll go home, probably for a little while, however, and wait to see who his next challenge will be, when that'll be. Before the end of the year, maybe say it's Survivor Series, maybe TLC, and if not, he'll probably be home for a couple months, holding that belt like a hostage, however, and basically telling anyone how to come face him at the Royal Rumble. So yeah, Vince, I hope you're very happy by having again, once again, your favorite person, bitch boy Brock Lesnar, back in the title scene by basically having him kiss your ass and blow you and Shane McMahon, your son, at the same time, along with your son-in-law, by getting what he wants, along with his manager, Paul Heyman. As I said, two weeks from tonight, you're going to find out what wrestling's about, my friend. When AEW kicks your sorry little ass all over the place. And when it happens, however, you're going to see come the morning after Hell in a Cell, when the rings are announced, or before the following week's show of NXT, or sometime right after that first week of October, the scoreboard will read, AEW won, WWE nothing. So guess what, Vince? Your judgment day has already been decided. It's been sealed. And it's already been buried. It's almost being buried at this point. So unless you have a plan, and I mean a big plan, beyond the Fox television debut two weeks from Friday, however, going into the end of the year, however, into 2020 with a big, big uh, surprise or some big surprises, you're in for a rude awakening, my friend. And believe me, when it happens, to quote Bobby Roode, however, I hate to say these words, but it's going to be glorious. Because AEW is going to stick it so far up your backside and your entire company's backside. 
you'll be crapping yourself, Howard, down your drawers and down your leg, Howard, to the point where basically you'll be asking your wife to wipe the crap that's out of your pants. And also your nose at the same time because you will be left down and out. And if you think you're going to come back, Howard, with something stronger to combat AEW, I wish you good luck, my friend. I wish you, I really do. But in the end, it could be too little, too late for you and your entire family's legacy. And the WWE could finally be, in one word, heading to one word only, maybe for now. It's not doing it yet, but we see it more and more doing it almost every week. And that's simply this. Flatlining. You could be flatlined once and for all. So good luck, Vince. I hope you have a plan. Because right now, I don't think you have an idea what's coming next. And when you do, you'll find out. Because I told you so, and everyone else on this show has told you so, and the entire WWE audience has told you so. So, your judgment day has finally come. Now, the question is, can you respond to that? I hope you can. But right now, I can only say one last word about this, however. Right now, for the moment, it is checkmate in favor of AEW. So it's your turn to make a move, Vince. Do you have the balls to do it? We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, no truer words, as I always say, can has not cannot be cannot be spoken here. Of course, like I said, every single night, ladies and gentlemen, we do hear some great big some big time icebreakers about Raw and SmackDown. <coughs> And none of them can be, none of them can pretty much t- can top, one cannot top the other. Because like I said, J.D. simply, ladies and gentlemen, in his own unique fashion, in his own unique way, is telling the truth, regardless of if we want to like it or not. I mean, that is simply what is going on here. And we can tell you the, the match ended in a no contest in six minutes, however. So I don't know. They... Like I said, it was it was an interesting show tonight. Like I said, the big surprise, obviously, tonight, like I said, Leo Rush returning. Imperium showing up. Pete Dunne showing up. So, yes, folks, however, it was quite a night, however, ladies and gentlemen, at full sale, the very first night. Well, thank you, thank you very much, also, for the NXT update as well, J.D. We do greatly appreciate that. Before we... Bring in our next plug here of the night. I do see we have someone popping in. Have someone else popping in here. Uh, we'll check the. Uh, let's see, nobody else has checked in on the uh, Impact US uh, live video feed here tonight. I do see we have someone else coming in here on the uh, <clears throat> on the talk show chat box here tonight. And double checking my notes here. Uh, that is correct. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, he is of course the 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also a contributor to WWUS Raw Radio and also knows the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. Uh, excuse me for just one second. Nice. No, no, no thank you very much. Uh, uh, we chugged down a, a couple of sips of Dr. Pepper. That does that to you. Mm. Dr. Pepper, but don't sponsor of the tonight's show. Yes, and of course, the more you drink, the more you build. <laughs> but I, I might, I might, I might. I might start doing one or two of those again here. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, of course, like I said, he is uh, also a uh, member of the Heartbreak Kid in our radio network circles. Also, if you're thinking about that 60 sitcom Happy Days, you got to think about this man's other nickname, in which, of course, that central, in which in which this particular character went uh, did did a, I think just a little something. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm right about this. 
a little something just like this. He went, hey. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Fonzie's now made it on here uh, about 10.27 p.m. Eastern here, of course, on 7.28 of Revolution. Fonzie, we welcome you sir, here to the show here tonight. Uh, <clears throat> just a brief summary here, Fonzie. Uh, just to go over this to go over here um, as far as I'm just going to say it all in one fell swoop here and you can answer one or two certain different answers about everything that I've mentioned here the uh, remaining matches from Clash of Champions which included the Smackdown women's title Smackdown tag team titles WWE title the cruiserweight title the intercontinental title match and the no DQ match between Eric Rowan and Roman Reigns Plus, also, what took place last night on SmackDown? Uh, any thoughts you'd like to leave on any of those matches or SmackDown itself last night? Uh, uh, no comment. I will ask Fonzie. Nice. I will ask Fonzie this though, though. Did you watch NXT at all in USA? Nope. I forgot all about it. And I'll tell you, my good friend. Nope. My, was, my friend was, came. It was over, really good. Did, uh, it was a good. It was a good yeah, match. I mean, you she came a clean. If you get a chance yeah. to go back and watch this whole show again, I'm sure they'll show the first show again from top beginning to end. Uh, I didn't get to see the second hour though, unfortunately. But I will say the first hour. I mean, Roderick Strong and uh, the Velveteen Dream. Great match. Really good match. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can now say the undisputed era has all the trophies in their collection. The North American title is now in their hands. Roderick Strong, thanks to Adam Cole and the UE, however, official O'Reilly distracted the Velveteen Dream. Uh, we have a new women's champion, if you will. <clears throat> Excuse me. We do have a new North, uh, women's champion. Uh, should I say not a new women's champion, a new number one contender. Candice LeRae will take on Shayna Baszler two weeks from tonight, the same night AEW debuts on TNT. Wow. So a very good night indeed. It was a good night for NXT fans. It was it was a fun night tonight. It was a damn good show. I was I was very impressed by what I saw. They said I haven't seen the second hour yet, so I'm I'm still behind in the second hour. Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, well, thank you. We, we did. We again. Thank you very much, there, JD, for bringing us up the day here. Of course, as you know, as JD hasn't been mentioning all night long. Of course, we saw the debut, of course, of NXT, of course, from the WWE Network. On to primetime television, as we saw it, of course, on the USA Network here tonight. Of course, as some people, in some people's eyes, including, of course, this this host right here, has said from time to time, this may be the saving grace WWE needs to try to combat AEW when it actually stays on Wednesday nights here. Maybe something. My, my personal opinion right now, because NXT seems to be the strongest thing WWE has right now. I could possibly combat with AEW, and right now WWE needs need, need some sort of special formula to get through it all. And I think this might this might do it right here. Uh, the question is, will this will this will this be will of course have to wait and see what all happens there with that. Um, while we wait for JD to return, let me go and get that plug in here one more time. One six zero five five six two zero four 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 caller ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode 728 of Revolution. This is 10, 10.31 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, Wednesday, September 18, 2019. 
Mr. WWUS Chad Hinshaw here, along with the Iceman Jared D. Girolamo, the human suplex machine John Gross, and now, of course, we are also joined by the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here tonight. Uh, and excuse me, and that too, by the way. Uh, don't forget, yeah, very nice indeed. Uh, don't forget here, of course, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, this our second installment, NWO Wolfpack, uh, 138521 pounds. Our live video. Feed- uh, pardon you. And we'll be, of course, uh, <clears throat> will be, of course, our live video feed U.S. Nitro Thunder, news and views, history and birthdays, and some other fun stuff that will be taking place here as well. Um, so be sure to listen in on that. One three eight five two one pound. Don't forget, don't forget to join us for that. Of course, this uh, about, about this time here, of course, here uh, uh, to, uh, tomorrow uh, tomorrow night. Also, uh, don't forget this Friday, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution. Our live video feed here will be from AEWS, Wrestling's Elite Generation, news and views, history and birthdays. Uh, we hope to also, in addition to that, we hope to hear, of course, uh, hear from uh, <clears throat> Danny from Oak Park, as well as the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, on everything that has happened here, of course, in wrestling the last couple of weeks here. Um, and we hope to get their take on what's been going on, including, of course, talking about the last few uh, uh, pay-per-views that's taking place, including the NXT UK event that took place over the weekend, by the other weekend. Also, of course, the AEW pay-per-view, of course, that happened back on August 31st. And, of course, the champions, which happened this past Sunday. Plus, also, what's been happening on Raw, SmackDown, of course, all the other wrestling news that's been making that's been making the rounds here, indeed. So we can't wait to hear from, of course, we can't wait to hear from uh, hear from them here as well, and also some other fun stuff will be taking place here as well. So don't forget to uh, to listen in. Don't forget to listen in on that there uh, coming up. Uh, oh, 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 pardon me. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, don't forget, don't forget to listen in on that. Of course, coming up this Friday night. Of course, one three eight zero five five pound. Of course, right here on Revolution. That would be episode 729. Also, don't forget Power Hour, of course, this Saturday uh, Saturday evening at 6 o'clock, 141364 pound. As we'll be reviewing all of the, that took place here in the radio network this past week. Plus, also bringing you Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays, as well as some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. <clears throat> so, whoa! Whoa! Someone sounded the butt trumpet. Okay, there you go. <laughs> There you go. Okay. Um, uh, one, one, four, one, three, six, four pound. <laughs> Not bad, Fonz. Um, don't forget. That was, a, I was fake. I was fake. I know. I figured it was. I figured it was. <laughs> but you stuffed a trumpet right up behind it. That would be hilarious. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to listen to that this Saturday evening at 6 o'clock here, folks. One, four, one, three, six, four pound for WWS Power Hour. Also, Sunday morning, don't forget, we may also have an episode of WWS this morning, as we'll be reviewing, of course, uh, everything probably will be going on here this coming week in the radio network. Mm. Plus, also, of course, uh, 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 and, of course, other stuff won't take place here as well, so don't forget to listen in on that. Uh, with, of course, this is with what, what all we've got going on here uh, this, this coming week here, so be sure to listen in on everything with all the stuff that takes place here. In the WWS radio network here, of course, here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, JD, are you back with us, please? Hey, Chad. 
I have diarrhea. Okay, we'll wait for Okay, JD, we'll, we'll just let us know when you get out. Uh, anyway, I'm, yes, Bobby, I'm sorry. You had something you like to add to us? Yeah. Uh, I guess JD won not once, but twice this week. He picked Penn State to be pit, which he won. Barely. Barely. They had they had a shoehorn up their ass. Uh, and he won with the NFL picks this past week. Uh, so whenever he wants to do his match, his rematch, I'm ready. So he's going to start out the rematch on my, I think, my 24-7, I think. I'm not mistaken. Or... My the other mat, my other towel. The universal title, the rematch from last week. I think yep. that's what. So yeah. you're so 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 you are so so you are saying you are ready at any time to to have that match. Yep. Okay. Well, this so we can't have it. Well, we can have it tonight though, but it's already late. But if he wants to do it tomorrow night, I'm willing. Or if he wants to do it. Next Tuesday, whatever. I'm ready for it. So oh, whatever he wants. Okay, well, let's... I'm back. JD, you... All right, J.D., listen, we have a development here. I like you to listen very carefully. And I'm not going right. to... You already know the stipulations and all this. So Fonzie, I'm not going to mention all that to him because he already knows all that, all this. But as you know, mm-hmm. you, you uh, of course, last week heard that because of what happened in the in the universal title match you had on Wolfpack last week, that uh, you wanted you had uh, requested a rematch against Fonzie for this belt. Uh, of course, like I said, y'all went through the bets and everything, and we all know what happened as a result of the bets. Fonzie says at any particular time of your choosing, he is ready to have that match. Well, right now, however, I will challenge him a week from Thursday. So a week from tomorrow, you, all right, a week from tomorrow, you want to challenge him? Yes. Okay, Fonzie, you heard of it said a week from tomorrow, uh, which will be the, let's see, tomorrow's the 9th, it'll be the 26th, September 26th. All right, J.D., just like... Just like Randy Orton said to Kobe, I'm stupid. You're on, buddy. Let's do this. I wish you good luck because you got lucky last time. Luck won't help you. I ain't get lucky. I didn't get lucky. I beat you before you had to say it. That's all. That's not. That's not have anything to do up my ass. I picked. I. I had. I had to beat. I'm sorry. I picked the right answer. I picked the right answer before you even speak. Yeah. So we'll see what happens this time. Well, you're starting, so it don't matter. So. JD, yeah, you you got you got you got your you got your debut back. You got the opening match first. So. Yeah. Yeah, That's what we had. You get a chance to start it regardless, even though that Fonzie's a champion, you're going to get to start it. So I won't have to even ask that part whenever we have the match. So, so, Fon, so and just Fonzie to make sure, JD, if you have all your pack of 
the whitey tidies and a couple of your thongs. You need it. So, oh my God! No. Thought, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Now, uh, Fonzie, you and John, uh, I did these matches for you and John on Raw Radio on Monday. So we're going, we're going, we're going to get JD's take here on this. And I did mention this to we were going to do this tonight, JD. So listen very carefully. Okay. As you know, as you know, I've, I've, I've came up with, we, according to a video on YouTube, that I came up with a list of, of, of superstars that they refer to as, the forgotten legends that they did not put that they were I don't know if they even considered putting in WWE 2K20 uh, and that possibly they think they should go in the game and all and you already said which ones you think should and some you think that should not be but now we're going to let you and Fonzie and John's already done match fancy matchups for this now it is your turn to do it since you work here on Monday to be a part of that so you're going to do this tonight. So, Fonzie, just sit back and, and listen, and let's see how JD does with this. So, let's see how he see how he let's see how he scores. Uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. Listen very carefully, JD. Here we go. The first matchup: Test versus Umaga. Umaga. Okay. All right. Next matchup, John Morrison versus the Boogeyman. Morrison. Next matchup here, uh, Stacy Keebler versus Tori Wilson. We both win. We all win here. I would agree with that. Um, well, let's see here. What else we got? Oh, yes. Uh, here's an interesting one, J.D. Listen to this one. Hornswoggle versus the Hurricane. Hurricane. Oh, come on, JD. How do you pick? Oh, Hurricane. Damn, back okay. there's a hurricane coming through. That's it. Okay, uh, JD, now listen, listen very carefully. This is going to be a very unique thing here as well. Um, Stevie Richards from the Blue World Order. Taking on Road Warrior Animal. Animal. Okay. Next matchup here, Road Warrior Hulk versus Big John Stud. Road Warrior who against Big John Stud? Road Warrior Hulk versus Big John Stud. Hawk. Too strong. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, well, the man said it. There you go. All right, next up here, Chavo Guerrero versus Bob Holly. Uh, I'm going to say, surprisingly, Chavo. Well, that is a surprise. Yes, it is. Uh, next up here, uh, let's see here. Let's see, how did I do that? Oh, yes. And this is the way I did the last superstars I had, J.D. I did a Fatal 4-Way ladies match. And I, and I also did a let me see, hold on, make sure I have this right. A fatal four-way men's match. Okay, I did them that way. Okay. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do the same thing for you here. Now think about these very carefully. Here. Uh, the fatal four-way ladies match. Excuse me, for just one second. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Anyway, uh, 
Jazz Gail Kim. Um, uh, uh, hold on. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I'll make sure I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't skip anybody here. Uh, Malina. No. Okay. It was, it was a triple threat ladies match. I'm sorry. It was a triple threat ladies match. I'm sorry, JD. Jazz Gail Kim and Melina. That's who it was. Yeah. I'm gonna take Jazz. You're going to take Jazz? Okay. And that was a fatal four-way men's match. I'm sorry. I had that confused. My apologies. And that match is Sabu, Taz, MVP, and Raven. Raven. Quote the way. Quote. As Elmer Fudd says. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. Okay. I'm hunting Raven. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Okay. there, there you go here. Um, well, let's see here. Hmm. Well. Okay. Uh, let's see here. We still got about we still got about fifteen minutes here. Let us. Uh, hmm. Let's go streaking. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, no, thank you right now. Uh, uh, um, I, I'll do that. I'll, I'll do that whenever I'm. I'll, never mind. I'm not going to say that. On Don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. Thank you very much. Now, 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 now. Of course, if you saw the Saturday Night Live video that I sent on the on the panel chat box, you'll notice that uh, the skit is there in an Italian restaurant. And the last part of the Adam Sandler coming out nothing but a pair of underwear. That's actually JD, believe it or not, doing that the same thing in a restaurant. <laughs> yes, you want to come out of it. And, and, and to use to use the term loosely here, and you're gonna love this even better. To use the term loosely, however, what was it uh, from? Uh, what was it? Al Baldwin said it. However, on Saturday Night Live, no one can resist my sweaty balls. No one. It's been a secret family family recipe. No one can resist my sweaty balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, you got it. Oh Lord, yeah. How many times I've watched that skit, man? I left my favorite one. Many times, and you know, they, and like I said, you have got to go back and watch the Adams. I mean, you got to watch the Baldwin roast that was on Sunday night. I mean, Sean Hayes was good as the roast master. We had Jeff Ross on, Caitlyn Jenner. She was actually good with the jokes. Robert De Niro took jabs at Trump. It was pretty funny. Uh... Blake Griffin was on. Nikki Glaser. Oh, Nikki Glaser. They ripped her a new one and then some. And uh, it was it was it was entertaining. I enjoyed it. It was one of the better roasts I've seen. It was crude and obscene, and it had its moments. And it was one of the better roasts I've seen. It was even better than the Hasselhoff roast, I thought personally. Yeah, yeah. Caitlyn Jenner, or as I like to call her, Bruce Jenner in drag. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? But the thing was, though, in a way, you got to. I mean, the thing was, they. Did take jabs at Caitlin, but you know what though? It was in good fun. There was nothing real mean spirit or anything like cruel. I mean, it, yeah, roast is a roast, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, there was there were a lot of good funny moments of this, and if you get a chance, definitely go back and watch it. Was it was entertaining? I enjoyed it. I think it was one of the better roasts they've had in a long time. Okay, well, we'll, we'll definitely. Uh, yes. Maybe you and JB can probably answer this, or maybe you. Can know you know any um you know any lawyer out of state or good lawyer? Well, my friend of mine came over and she's my cleaning lady, 
okay? And we've been friends for 20-plus years. We met each other in high school. And she grew up in Banksville Road, off of Banksville Road. Um, me, her husband, is the current husband now. We all went to school together. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, her son, which is 12, okay, which is, yeah, which is 12, um, her, his dad, the, my friend's ex-husband with the kid, uh, do not like to go and hang out with his father. Uh, well, my friend had a lawyer well back, and she moved to Philadelphia. And I really asked her, I was like, hey, you still have that number of your lawyer. You know, you can give her a buzz, you know, and say, hey, I still have this fucking problem, blah, blah, blah. Do you know uh, somebody in, you know, in lawyer office in, in Pittsburgh? She don't know have her number. Well, you know, eventually down the line that, you know, when I think I hate our Pennsylvania law. The Pennsylvania law sucks completely. Completely suck. Okay? When, when, because a child at age of 12 should make his decision. If he wants to be with his dad or mom, or, you know, because, you know, how am I going to say it? The child support thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, sure. you know, your yeah. ex can have the kid so-and-so, so many days and so many hours. Then, you know, you have like a eat, like say you have three days. You pick Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You have your kid every week, three days for the weekend. Now, she... He he sees her, his son, which was tonight, Wednesday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. there's certain times. Well, her son don't like that, and he's 12 years old, which our fucking state law can't say. Yeah, I don't want to be with. My father, I want to be home. I don't want to go there no more. I'm done. I'm 12 years old. I make a decision. I don't want to see you no more. Well, her son, the law here cannot. If he does, do not go see his dad. The mother, his current mother right now will be in jail. You telling me that that's okay that, you know, is that fair? Because I know the other states, I don't know about you, uh, Chad, I don't know what your state law is. When the kid's age of 12, he or she can make a decision if you'd rather go see the mom and dad, 
you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because if I child support, you know, your child at age of 12 can make a decision. Okay? Well, here, it's opposite. Well, the state of Detroit, Michigan, is the kid or a a child or, like, her, he or she, whatever, age of 12, can make their own decision. At age of 12, you have a choice. Okay, what is my child going to see my ex-husband or my ex-fiance, whatever, ex-wife? I'm not going to pay no child support if he don't want to see him. Well, in our law, Pennsylvania, maybe J.D. will agree, our laws are opposite of which are the other states is. And no, you know who gets in jail, gets in fault? The mother, which is wrong. Come on now. That is fucking wrong. Well, tonight, she came, like I said, tonight she came over. Her son was hungry. Okay? Because he had a baseball, he had a baseball, uh, baseball tournament, whatever. Okay? She couldn't make it because she had to come over to my house and clean. You're telling me you, your son's hot ex-husband won't feed your fucking kid and won't come pick him up at his her house and take their kid. You know what she has to do? She has to meet his ex, her ex-husband. Okay, now she lives in Monhaw, Monhaw, okay, which is Century Three Mall. She has to meet his ex-husband at Swissville because her ex-husband lives in Penn Hills. You're telling me your ex-husband can't fucking drive to Monhaw and pick up your son? No, you know what she has to do? She has to drive all the way to Swissville and meet her ex-husband, drop her son off, and have to go pick her up again. Oh, come on. What law is that? What fucking right, stupid right mind that you have to go halfway? You can drive to your ex-wife's house, which she lives in Munhall, okay? And he lives in Penn Hills. And every time, she couldn't do it tonight because she came over. But you know what she would have done? She would have took her son, baseball, and took her back home. He does that all the time. Her ex-husband, okay, don't even go with her, see her, his son play bat, baseball. This is probably, she said, this is probably maybe the 10th or the 15th time he went to see his son play baseball. And meanwhile, his ex goes from April all the way to fucking October and November till the season's finished. She goes to 50, 60 times past fucking six, seven months. Next six, seven months, she's with him. She takes a break sometimes. Today, she had to come over to my house, but she didn't blame me. But, you know, come on. 
take your son and go see your son fucking play baseball. You know what I'm saying? Come pick him up at my house. And, you know, but now here's another thing. Swissville, whatever, Penn Hills Police, okay? Well, one night, her son calls his mom, actually the daughter, the youngest daughter. The youngest daughter called his mom. Hey, mommy, Nikki, you know, that's her name. Mommy, you're, my, my brother just got punched in the face. Okay? This is her son, 12 years old. Okay? So she's like, okay, let me call you back. She called us, uh, the Penn Hills police and said, ba, 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 do, 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 da, ba, 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 whatever. Okay? Whatever she said. So after she hang up with him, with the Penn Hills, she knew somebody in zone six. Okay? City. You're telling me that the Penn Hills police station, okay, the Penn Hills department, couldn't take her son back to Pittsburgh, back to their city. What are the right minds of these fucking state troopers, whatever, uh, Penn Hills troopers, whatever, okay? You cannot take somebody's kid at the house to bring him in Monhall, which is the city of Pittsburgh, Allegheny County Sheriff, whatever, okay? Well, she had to call somebody a zone six, okay? When they, when they brought the son to here, okay, this was the Penn Hills police, and he had to drive behind the Penn Hills police car to come here. I don't know why. Well, well, and when they came to, when he came to the city of Pittsburgh, okay, the city cop automatically, automatically arrest him. Okay? That's where our law is. Okay? Our Zone 6 can't can leave and go somewhere else. Moreauville, whatever, you know? Because, J.D., you see the city Pittsburgh police go north up your way or go in the McKee's Rocks. You see that shit. You're telling me the Penn Hills police can't take the son all the way, the, the child, all the way back to my friend's mom's house, which is a mun hall. He had to meet. Or, or he knew a cop, she knew a cop for Zone 6, and the Zone 6 cop knew somebody at Penn Hills Department. And even the city cops said, you serious? They could, you can't, those department can't bring 
your son back to your house? When they bring him back, when the son came back here under her house, he had to drive behind the cop, the cop, the officer, fucking, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is our state law. This is our city. You do something with your child, you automatically get arrested. We can leave and go get you. There's no problem. But you telling me your, your state of cop can't come and bring him here automatically? No, you have to have somebody to go pick him up or meet him halfway or something? I, I have no idea. She got upset. Now she don't want to fight him no more. She wasted so much fucking money for a lawyer. And you know what? You know who gets the blame? She does. She has everything written. I mean, stack, stack of envelopes by her ex-husband, by her son. Everything wrote by her youngest daughter, the youngest son, everything, stack. And and she go to the front of the judge. And the judge said, that's your fault. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But like the different states, you can, the child can make their own fucking decision. But no, state of Pennsylvania law don't want you to fucking, the child to make their own fucking decision. So who gets the, who gets the blame? The mother or the father. And the child support. That motherfucker don't only pay, she just told me, motherfucker only pays once a month. He was supposed to pay all the time. And no, once a month, the child support. And she can't, She don't want to fight it no more because they won't believe her, blah, 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 or the judge scream at her, stuff like that. So I don't know what's your law down in, you know, Charlotte, Trinity, yeah. North Carolina. I know Detroit, the kids can make their own decision at age of 12 because I know for a fact. But state of Pennsylvania can't do that. Explain that to me, please. Well, first off, off, before I get into your your thing here, uh, J.D., I'm sure you probably have noticed this every time you do raw radio, but apparently we have some wisecracker is continuing to, um, and I say this, and I say, and I say this because, like I said, a lot of us here are not real crazy about about this particular person. But apparently, somebody is continuing to back to back up Donald Trump's bid to be reelected as president. Because not only are they continuing to say Trump 2020, I'm sure JD, you've seen a lot of these here recently on the talk show chat box. But of all things, they posted a picture of Donald Trump about as big as a postcard on the chat box. Um, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to Fozzie's, Fozzie's thing here, and I will get to that, I will say this right here. I'm going to say this right now. We may have folks here that's part of the radio network that may support Donald Trump as president of the United States. Some of us do, some of us don't. Possibly, I'm not, and I'm not. Anybody can vote for whoever they want because 
this is a free country. This is the United States has always been a free country. But a lot of times there's been many, many prices paid. And we all know that for a fact. But we are not, we are to whomever this is, the WWS radio network is not, unless we have anybody here that is fully supporting Donald Trump in his re in his reelection campaign for president of the United States. And they can do that if they want to. That's not going to change anything about their status here in the radio network. But the, the radio network itself, and I, of course, I speak as its, as its founder and as its leader, we do not support Donald Trump for president. So whomever this is, discontinue posting these things or you will be reported to talk shoot, plain and simple. I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting tired of seeing it. J.D., I know you were getting probably tired of seeing it. Uh, J.D., he must have stepped away. Yeah. And that one's pretty good, by the way. Now getting to what Clowns has to say, even though we're primarily, ladies and gentlemen, supposed to be mostly talking about wrestling, Fonzie did bring up this topic. By sitting here listening to this, you know, and, and thinking about what thinking about what I can say here is that of course different states come out with different laws. Fonzie point out one point out this, of course. I'm still here. Oh, man. I don't know what happened to Chad. He was just on. Are you there, JD? I'm here. I'm just talking to my friend Tim right now. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, did you hear what I said earlier? Or you didn't? Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> shake, shake. Make your booty. I hope the Steelers win someday, JD. Are you there, JD? Yeah, I'm just uh, I'm listening to my friend Tim. Yeah. Okay, I hope the Steelers win someday. Oh. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. I suddenly lost my internet connection. I'm not sure what happened. But uh, anyway, getting back 
get back to what I was get back what I was saying. Uh, and just in case, if I think everyone did hear about about what I about what I had to say. Um, uh, JD's <clears throat> on. I don't know if he okay. heard it. Okay. Okay. Um, but I will go and repeat this, and, and JD, like you said, I'll repeat what I said before before I get to what Fonzie was talking about. Um, that I'm sure you probably encounter these every time on WWS Raw Radio. That since you are since you always are looking at the talk shoe chat box and manning when manning the show, um, that uh, you do have this somebody apparently is is posting on here uh, trying to get full support for Donald Trump to be reelected as president of the United States. Um, but anyway. And I'm sure, and JD, you and Fonzie may agree with me on this, y'all, and you may not, but everybody has every single right in the world to think about however, whatever they want to think. But anyway, what I'm, well, the point I was trying to make there was, was this, was that if anybody in the WWS radio network does, does in fact support Donald Trump and his bid for president of the United States and all that, that's all fine and dandy. This is a free country. We can all vote for whomever we want to vote for. But like I said, as far as, of course, trying to use our use our show as a soundboard to try to rally votes and get support support for this pre, support for somebody who who has claimed that they are going to make some sort of difference, and I'm sure JD would probably agree he hasn't really done that much of a difference since he's been president in the first place. Uh, but anyway, to make a long story short, the WWS Radio Network as a whole does not support Donald Trump bid for president and like i said if anybody on here in, in the network disagrees with me on that then i mean that's that's their take that's their that's their prerogative they can vote for like i said vote for whomever they want to vote for uh jd and fonzie have i made that point no i mean is that is that is that is that is that is that, is that what we made clear yeah all right jd has that point been made clear yes but you do agree with that, though, right? Now, I know you're not a Trump supporter, right? Yeah, I think the guy was wrong. However, well, right, right. Anyway, but, but have, have you seen these advertisements on every time you're doing the show? They're advertised somewhere else, not our show. Have you, you haven't seen it on done it on the chat box at all, saying like Trump nope, party. I have not. Okay. Well, like I said, be on the lookout for it. They're on here. They're on here with the vengeance. Because, like I said, someone posted a picture of Donald Trump the size of a postcard on our chat box here just a few minutes ago. So just be on the lookout for that. So anyway, getting back to what Fonzie was saying before my internet cut out here. Fonzie brought a very interesting point indeed. Yes, he yes he told us about what the law was there in your in yours in Fonzie's home state of Pennsylvania. Yes, Fonzie also said what was what was the what the law was about concerning this topic in Michigan. Yes, okay. Now I'll go ahead and say this, and Fonzie, like I said, I'll re, I'll reiterate this. I am not one hundred percent sure what the law is in North Carolina as far as this is concerned. But I can, but I can, but I can tell you this: who, as far as your law is concerned, and no disrespect at all to anyone that lives in your, in, in anyone that lives in Pennsylvania 
or in Michigan or anywhere else. So that the law is different everywhere you turn. <clears throat> there are some that are, of course, 100% similar wherever you, how you look at it. But, but the bottom line here is pure and, is pure and simple. What, what you were, from what you were telling us here, if you're going to have, if you're going to be given the responsibility to be a parent to a child, a mother or a father, you have to be, like I said, be prepared to take on more responsibilities than you probably have, have, have ever done before in your, in your, in your whole life. My nephew is is the proud is a proud father of a almost a one-year-old baby boy and he's learning that right there bit by bit every day and he's doing something about it to make sure that that child is well supported and i am and i am fully and i am 100 proud of him for what he for what for what he has done now if in fact the law is similar North Carolina to what Fonzie was saying in Pennsylvania. Whomever, whomever that law, whoever wrote that law, should take the advice of Garfield the cat. And Fonzie, you might get what I'm saying here, what I'm about to say. They need to be drug out into the street and shot. Because, like I said, <clears throat> I mean, one parent, if if the child is left in the custody of one. And if they feel that that parent, that the one parent that they don't, that, that they're not, that they're not living with anymore, that they don't feel comfortable being around them, they should not be forced, even at that age, like you said, Fonzie, should not be forced to do what he or she wants to do. Yes, they're still a child. Yes, they're still bound by rules. Yes, I get that part. Okay, I get that part. But like I said, how is a child supposed to learn independence and suppose mm -hmm. and right away, you know, if 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 like if they're going to continue to of course pull on their parents' uh, apron strings all the time? Yeah, it's, it is not. It is not. It is not right. It is. It is one hundred percent. For one thing, it, it is. It is one hundred percent stupid. Uh, and like I said, whomever whomever came up with this, they just simply need to be they seem to be just, just taken down and beaten. And like I said, I've heard man, but let me tell you this: where I work at every day, Fonzie, mm -hmm. I have people coming in who have said, who have told me that that you know even grandparents are taking care of their grandchildren. I have situations like that, and in which the actual parents of the child, regardless of how old they are, it could be a baby, they could be 10, 11, 12 years old. Yeah. They would sign the rights away that they don't want to have anything to do with the child anymore and give, the, and give custody, like I said, to whomever, to wherever, whomever has those kids mm -hmm. at that point. I mean, it could be like so the mother signing the way to the father, or the father signing the way to the mother, or possibly if one parent is not not even in the picture anymore, and the other parent mm -hmm. say like for example might be in jail, or like I said, they're not physically unable to do so, they'll sign the rights away 
to, like I said, another family member. So that, so the, and then that family member will definitely make absolutely certain. I've seen a lot of situations in which people have stepped up and be responsible. Mm-hmm. And, and, and because they've had this experience, they've raised children on their own. And like I said, if they had, they had to start doing it again, they would because they're not going to let any kids go, let any, any, any of their kids go into, like I said, any foster care or anything like that. I mean, they, mm-hmm. so we have, we have people stepping up here in a heartbeat, you know, all the time, doing, doing everything they possibly can, trying to make sure that, like I said, the kids are, the kids are where they need to be. But the bottom line here is this. I'm going to say this 100% down to the and, and, and down and down to down to the point. If the child does not want to see the see, in this case, you said it was his father. If the child yeah. doesn't feel comfortable being around his father, he shouldn't be made to go see him at all whatsoever. If he's not doing anything to help provide to help to help the mother out with the child, then he doesn't need to even be in the blame picture. And furthermore, the mother does not need to be penalized just because for something that her ex will not do. That's what I told her. That's what I told her. But then the judge yelled at her in a family court. Well, well she had the, the best judge, lawyer. She had the best well, lawyer. You know, yeah. And she yeah. she moved to Philadelphia. I okay, wish well, she me, had the number. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, like I said, let me finish, let me finish the point here. Yeah. The, yeah. And also, the, the bottom line here is, regardless if a judge has has the authority to make final calls, final decisions, and everything like that, does not necessarily mean that it was the right one. They can always appeal it. They can always. <laughs> But, 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 but baby, hold, hold on, hold, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. one thing, and then like I said, I like to go ahead and try to end it because I'm I'm getting tired. I need a good bit. But anyway, <laughs> but, but no, I'm sleeping seriously. I am because I gotta rest my back. My back is killing me. But 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 the bottom line here is this: is that you, the thing is, just because a judge makes a ruling on it, it does not mean it stands. Does not mean it's it sticks. A lot of times, I've heard a lot of judges. Get investigated, and a lot of times they do it out of out of personal spite, because like I said, they want to see because in their in their minds and all that they're not going to do what the law thinks is right. They're going to do what they think is right. They think mm-hmm. that they they think that they're the law, you see, but they they're but they're bound to follow whatever the law states. And so, like I said, my per, my personal take here on this. Is that they're not they're not they're going to half time ignore what what the what the what the law states and they're going to make it their own law kind of like what they used to call Murphy's law or something like that. I mean they're going to say okay well like I said regardless of this and all I, I feel it doesn't match that and all and I feel that you should have this and that and all that and whatever and and all I mean like I said even even if the person will not do anything to, to, towards the judge it sounds like it's offensive for any reason. The judge will still make that call and do it. So, mm-hmm. but, like, but they can always go back and appeal the appeal the decision of a judge. And a lot of times it will get reheard, and even a lot of times it will get whatever the judge's original decision was. It will get thrown out, and they'll and they'll and they'll do it in the favor of they'll 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 do it in that person's favor. So, but the bottom line here is, let's just make it short and sweet here, Fonz. Well, I, well, I, 
Well, I understand that, that yes, I agree with you 110% over the fact that, yes, this is all 100% wrong. But like, and like I said, what they need to start doing is, I mean, J.D., you, you have done a lot of these rallies on a political level before. Let me ask your opinion based upon this, if I may, please, sir. Do you believe? Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm asking JD this, but JD's goes. I've heard JD, you go to a lot of these rallies. Am I right about this? These political rallies and stuff like this. JD, hello, JD. Okay, he. Oh crap, he's. JD, are you back? Okay. Anyway, the point. Anyway, the point. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is this. Time back. Okay. All right, JD. Let me ask you this: you, 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 you attend a lot of these political rallies and stuff like that on occasion, right? On occasion, yeah, but it's been a while since I've been there, though. Yes. Okay, but, but, but you have you have appeared at some. Oh yes. Okay. Well, based upon what Fonzie just mentioned here, this law that Fonzie just mentioned here. In your personal opinion, do you think that that there is anybody up there that would possibly need to go back and look at the books and say, okay, something might need to be redone concerning a law of this nature? Yes, I think so. I mean, they have to change some of the rules around here. I mean, we have we have to get, uh, I'm not going to say tougher, but we have to uh, find a way to uh, really uh, change everything. I mean, there's got to be change coming, however. We need changes, however. I mean... Not just in the White House, but I mean everything in general. I mean, we got to get with, we got to basically do uh, new things. You know, it's time to uh, work out. Like I said, we got to work with the times. You know, I mean, it's time to really just find a way to uh, basically get with the times. And also, based upon what Fonzie mentioned right here, should a child be should a child should a child be allowed to decide whether or not if 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 his parents are divorced. And he doesn't. He wants to be with one, but does not does not want to see the other. But if he doesn't go see the other, then the parent that he's with will go to jail and all that. Is that right or is that wrong? I think the child can decide what he wants. However, I think he needs to. Uh, I mean, like I said, I think they need to. I mean, like I said, I mean the kid. Didn't let I say the kid. Sorry, sorry about that. The kid, I think, has a right to decide what he wants to do. You know, that's the thing. He has a right to decide what he wants to do. How? I mean, I'm sure the judge will ask him, "How? Do you really want to do this? Do you really want to do that?" However, at the end of the day, it's entirely up to him. However, but should but but let me but let me ask you, ask you based upon what Fonzie is saying here in this case. I mean, he is saying that, like I said, that if, if the child does not go see his father, then his mother gets penalized for it. Is that right or is that wrong? It's wrong in a way because I think the mother, however, is, is fighting to keep her child, but at the same time, however, she's basically is telling, I mean, it depends on what the, what, the, what the dad's background is, you know, I mean, it depends on, like I said, it depends on how bad, like I said, the, the dad has uh, done, what the dad has done in the past, you know, that's the thing. Oh, uh, J.D., you probably didn't hear what I said. Ten years ago, when he was age of two, yeah. Uh, he has a daughter, okay? Yeah. The, right. the sister. The sister yeah. don't want to go see the dad, the ex-husband of my friend, 
because yeah. we went to school together for 20 years plus. And she came over to clean, and we talked and hang out with my dad and all that. Good and she her. was telling him about, you know, about her son. And he went to this baseball game, and she couldn't go because she came over and clean. Well, what she did was, here's the ignorance shit, too. If your son, if you have a son, okay, which is not that far from Penn Hills to fucking city, to Munhall, Pittsburgh, okay? It's yeah, probably, yeah, what, yeah. 20, 30, 40 minutes? No, even. So, well, well, it depends. Well, on, yeah, so yeah, yeah, here's the thing. She lives in Munhall, which is essentially yeah. three mall, okay? Mm-hmm. She has to drive halfway, okay, which is Swissville, and meet her ex-husband to drop the kid. You're telling me your ex-husband can't come and pick up your son at the house where he lives now? Yeah, I don't get that at all. That's un- that's, that's what I'm boy. saying, JB. Exactly. Exactly. You know, feed your kid. She te- he texts her mom, called the yeah. mom, say, hey, can you bring me dinner? It's fucking yeah. 930. You're telling me your ex-husband can't feed your fucking kid? And yeah. like, like, like Chad said, it's yeah. not right. No, Our law stinks in Pennsylvania. The child can make his own decision, just like you said, age of 12, the kid or the, the child, the, the girl or the boy can make their own decision age of 12. Well, he's right. age of 12. No, the judge, the judge of when they went to the family court, yeah, will get her in trouble. And meanwhile, she had the lawyer. She had the best fucking lawyer. Her lawyer had went uh, went a different job, same job but different state. Uh She's in Philadelphia. I wish she had the number of her because she has stacks. Stacks of fucking envelopes. Still, still, what happened to her ex-husband? Did to yeah. her son? The age yeah. of two, ten years ago. Just what I was going to say now. The age of two. He has a sister. The sister had to call the mom. Say, hey, mommy, daddy's being up your my brother, which is her son. Hey, now he's twelve. And you're telling me, he, she called the Pen, Penn Hills police? Yeah. And they didn't do nothing? And she knows somebody in Zone 6? In Zone 6, yeah. you can go anywhere else. You can leave. Mm-hmm. Not the Penn Hills. Not the Penn Hills yeah. department. They want, we had, she had to meet halfway or have somebody he knew so she knew and has somebody know somebody at the Penn Hills. Yeah. I think this Doesn't guy didn't know what a fucking rule was. Yeah. And you're allowed to take somebody from Penn Hills to, to the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, no, this would happen. Well, she waited. She waited to the house. The son... Yeah was in the car with the Penn Hills trooper, okay? Her yeah. ex-husband traveled behind him, behind the car. Yeah. 
right, well, the city of Pittsburgh went up to him, said, hey, blah, blah, blah. He got an ignorant with him, with our city cop, yeah. said, Go, you're under arrest for God molested, whatever he did, okay? Abuse yeah. his child, whatever. They automatically arrest him in the city of Pittsburgh. You're telling me Penn Hills Department couldn't fucking arrest him? She been yeah. going through hell, JD. She yeah. spent over forty thousand for a fucking lawyer. And How much? At the forty thousand. Okay. okay. Crazy. Yeah. The daughter. The daughter don't want to go see her dad. Her ex-husband. Well, how? Well, let me ask you this. Okay. How old's the daughter? The daughter is. She's young. Her son is 12. Yeah, sorry about that noise. So, you know what I'm saying? Whatever yeah. age it is, it, your child has this. The child has, they can, you know, make their own choice. It don't matter what age it is. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But you see that your brother got punched by his dad, your dad, the daughter seeing your dad beating up your brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then oh, yeah. they called the Pet Hills, they didn't do shit to him. And meanwhile, yeah. when he came to Pittsburgh, they automatically arrest him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. You know, you're right. It's not right. I agree. And she spent a lot of money over a lawyer. She don't want to fight it no more. Because the judge yelled at her and she can't do it. I was like, your child's 12. They can make a decision. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to the fucking judge. I would have been in yeah. trouble. Not him, not yeah. not the father. Okay, uh, okay, that's not right either. Yeah, right. Yeah. JD, I don't know. Personal opinion. Why? Why I asked you the political question? Like I said, we'll make this fast because, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I have to get one probably cut out here momentarily uh, mm-hmm. because I'm sure, I'm sure all of our guys here are like to get a little bit of shut up. Uh, anyway, um, JD, is there anybody? Is, is there any political figure in Pennsylvania who can look at this and say, you know, something needs to be done? There's a few, but there's some that are crooked around this town. I mean, I will say that. There's, I mean, I would say, well, one of the people I think maybe, and Fonzie would probably have mixed emotions about this. I know some people have mixed emotions about him. Is our own mayor, Mayor Bill Peduto, uh, City Councilman Corey O'Connor, a former mayor, Bill. Uh, um, what was his name? Fonzie, you know who I'm talking about. The old Bobby, the Bobby O'Connor's son. Bobby O'Connor's son, Bobby yeah. O'Connor's he, son. Yeah, yeah. Okay. his son, yeah. His, his, his son, Corey. I mean, he's one of the nicest people Corey. in the uh, city of Pittsburgh. Yeah, Corey. Corey's a great guy. Um, I would say a couple other uh, local uh, congressmen around here, however, as well. I would say the mayor and Corey O'Connor are two of them that you really have to maybe consider, I think, because they would be uh, advisable, especially Corey O'Connor. Corey O'Connor is one of the most down-to-earth people in this city. By far, I'm talking about I'm talking about a state level, JD. Oh well, like I would say, Governor Tom Wolf uh, is one possibly. I would say he's one possibility. However, and everything like I said. Uh, okay. Right. Okay. Well, but like I said, ladies and gentlemen, we like I said, even though we are we primarily do talk about wrestling on the show, there is a couple of occasions where some of our folks here may have some uh, may have some uh, have some uh, lingering thoughts about other things, and that's quite all right. If you need to get something off the chest, you need to get something off the chest. But 
this just came out right out of the blue here. Come to heartbreak kid here. And like I said, he does get, and, 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 and I don't blame him at all because like I said, there are a lot of things in this, in this world and even, even in this country, I'm sure JD and Fonzie can agree with that are, that are not right. And it's something that needs to definitely, need, definitely needs to be done about it in my own personal take. So, but we'll leave it at that here for now. And all we, and all we, and all I will say, and all, but all I will say, hold on, all I will say is like I said, in respect to the person that, that Fonzie knows, all we can do is primarily the same, but just say a prayer that, like I said, that they, that, that they, that they work, that, that things do work out in their favor and all. And like I said, find, and finally somebody can get their head out of their hind end and start looking at this as a, as a, as a way, like I said, if, if they want, as JD says, if they want change, this would be the very first thing that they could possibly do is to let children finally have something that they rarely ever have in this day and age. And that's a voice. Yeah, they truly, definitely. the kids definitely have a voice. Like I said, a lot of people in this world and, 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 and with all respect, with all respect I'm not even there in your home. I'm talking about pretty much anywhere around the world. No, nobody here, no, no, but everybody around the world, like I said, like I said, needs to get their head out of their hind end and start listening to what, what possibly a lot of these kids might have to say. Because you know what, they might start finding a whole lot of truth in here that they never re- that they never never realized was out there. So my own, so my 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 own, my own personal opinion there. So. We'll leave this for another. We'll leave this for another occasion. <clears throat> but in the meantime, here, uh, let's go ahead and, uh, gentlemen. Anything else you wish to add before we cut out shop here for seven twenty-eight of Revolution here tonight? No, just get ready for the weekend. We got football back again. So. Yep, another weekend of football. You're right. We got an interesting <laughs> game tomorrow night. Tennessee and Jacksonville, the Jagos. Uh, the Jagos. The Jagos. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I will say this, though, uh, like I said, uh, we definitely uh, saw the debut of NXT tonight on USA. However, I mean, like I said, I did not get a chance to see, however. Oh, sorry, that, sorry, we had a hub there. No, I do not have one, by the way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, oh, but uh, no, uh, we, we, we got, uh, like I said, I will say this, though. NXT, like I said, I will hopefully get a chance to see the second hour of that show. But, guys, uh, like I said, the Monday Night War the, is now the Wednesday Night War. And, guys, we are ready for what should be an exciting couple weeks from now. However, uh, like I said, I think now we're going to see uh, what AEW can do in response to what they've done. However, like I said, and we'll see what happens next. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me, um, we'll see what happens. Like I said, we'll happen what happens next, however, but um, get ready for what should be an interesting uh, weekend, however. Like we said, we'll see what happens next, but time will tell, however. And like we said, however, uh, let's get ready for the weekend, and uh, we'll have a lot more to talk about, however, I'm sure tomorrow night, however, with uh, the first night of AEW, or NXT, I should say, uh, doing their thing on USA. And uh, again, ready for what should be an exciting will be interesting in a couple weeks like you said like I said on my iceberg tonight you'll see what happens next and of course don't forget like I said uh, hopefully like I said uh, when revolution returns on Friday night we hope to hear of course 
from two more members of our panel here. Of course, I'm talking about the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also, of course, Danny from Oak Park, as, of course, they weigh on everything that, that's legally going on leading up to the, the of course, the the beginnings of, of what, is, what is going to be start referring, referred to as AEW versus WWE, of course. I think WWE kind of, in a sense, may have fired the first salvo here tonight with NXT. So yeah, uh, they did. Yeah, and and, and, so, and and so, like I said, based upon that, they're going to see if that shot really is going to have any effect. But we won't know until actually until AEW uh, debuts, of course, in the beginning of October. Uh, and uh, uh, night. Uh, yes, indeed. So we'll definitely be so we'll definitely be watching out for that very very carefully, and we'll be here, of course, to start talking to everyone about everything going on here. And I will go ahead and make this announcement here, ladies and gentlemen. As 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 we just mentioned, and I was just sitting here thinking about while while everybody was talking here, with NXT of course coming on Wednesday nights and on USA, and of course AEW coming on Wednesday nights on TNT. That officially, ladies and gentlemen, NWO Wolfpack will now be your new home uh, here for, of course, our we'll have discussions on both NXT and on AEW show. So we will, we will have a big time forum, of course, in addition to talk about results from, from Raw on Tuesday. Uh, we will switch, of course, to uh, when we will switch, of course, to Thursday nights on. Well, that's right. Uh, yeah. Well, th Thursday nights on Wolfpack talking about what happened Wednesday with AEW and also NXT. And on Friday nights, we'll, we, we, we switch our SmackDown results from Wednesday to Friday nights while SmackDown is still in the air. So actually we'll, we'll, we'll actually get to view we'll actually get to review it while it is on the so we'll we'll definitely be doing that here as well. Uh, <clears throat> on that note here folks I thank you very much here for joining us tonight for episode 728 of course of Revolution. I definitely want to thank the Iceman Jared D. Geralmo, also the human suplex machine John Gross and also the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here tonight. We all have a lot to talk about here this evening. Unfortunately, like I said once once again, I want to apologize for the uh, internet for the internet interruption we had here a little while ago. It did knock out our live video feed, unfortunately, from Impact US Six Sided Phenom. But I think we did get enough and all. We did get enough towards the tail end of it. Uh, so hopefully, we'll get a chance to. We'll, so those of you who want to view the, of course, the video from Impact US Six Sided Phenom, it will be there. Of course, uh, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash impact us six, the number six sided phenom. If you want to check that out here, indeed, I do believe there was only one person that did join the feed, yes, and that was as I want to thank Mr. Demaria Larry for joining for joining us at that video feed prior to what happened with the uh with the with the interruption. But I do thank him for doing that here for us tonight for coming on tonight and doing so. Couple quick plugs here. Don't forget perpetual iniquity on eBay, uh, eBay.com forward slash str forward slash <clears throat> perpetual iniquity, P E R P U T A L U N I T U I T Y. Internet retail with a truly distinctive individual. Of course, oh, 200 items and more coming of some very unique item, items on there indeed. Be sure to check it out here today. Some great deals on stuff that you haven't seen before and stuff you haven't seen in a long time. 
and may not get an opportunity to see again unless you get it from here. So definitely check it out there indeed. Also, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Where, of course, of course, like I said, we still have a bunch of great titles of TV series, TV series, TV seasons, I should say. Also, music, sports, uh, wrestling DVDs. Also, movies. Of course, everything from comedy to horror to drama to children's and animated movies and science fiction and other great ones there as well. Uh, of course, like I said, our ongoing special still continues on through the end of the year. Every single DVD and Blu-ray that's posted on the page is worth $1. Of course, take it from the Iceman, Jared DiGiolmo, good quality DVDs. Of course, no problems at all whatsoever. Uh, and of course, like I said, JD has bought five of them from us. And of course, we can safely say that those DVDs are, like I said, in great shape there indeed. So, very good shape. So if, so very good shape there. Just thank you very much there indeed. And of course, more will be added on here, hopefully here very, very soon. We'll keep you informed about that. <clears throat> and of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you still feel feel a little bit weary about this, the selection here, please message me and I'll be more than happy to take a, to send you a picture of the condition of the case, the condition of the front of the disc, and the condition of the back of the disc to show you that there is absolutely nothing wrong with that DVD or Blu-ray whatsoever. So be sure to check that out here today. Remember, at Bulldog DVD sells a variety. We take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to listen to, to, to join us there on Facebook there today. <clears throat> Revolution episode 728 is a broadcast of the WWS radio network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are, of course, uh, four years older, continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Uh, JD, I think you might have a closer. Thank yes, you. I'm working on that right now as we speak, so bear with me, folks. Yes, I do. Nice and very good. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on here with NWO Wolfpack here, 138-521-pound. Our live video feed from WWUS Nitro Thunder will be there tomorrow night at 9, right here on TalkShoe.com. Be sure to join us there for that. <clears throat> and, uh, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between, this is the WCWS Radio Network. Now let's see what JD has in our closing theme for this evening. All right, just a second. I just had it, so give me a second. However, okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. We got it now.
WWS Radio Network. Have a good night. We'll talk about you tomorrow evening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.